0: Emily, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing well. It just told me it can't access my video, so hopefully everything's okay, and it was just being mirrored.
1: Do you want to try again? <laughs> no. No, Swing No. It. it. We'll, we'll see how it goes. It's,
0: it's uploading the right amount of megabytes, so I'm happy. Okay. Um, hi.
1: <laughs> hi again.
0: <laughs> so... Uh, for those of you just joining, I am meeting with Emily Glass. Uh, you are the new CEO of Synchro?
1: Yes. New, new-ish, I guess. I started late last year. Uh, okay. it's, it's It some days feels new. I'm still learning a lot. Uh, And some days it feels like I've been here for a long time. Uh, sure. But, yeah, on the new side, for sure.
0: Now, I had no idea that, you know, they were looking for a CEO, uh, let alone that they brought one on. So, did somebody leave or step down?
1: Yes. So, um, the the Robert uh, right there was the CEO of Synchro up until the time I joined. Um okay. And actually, I was really fortunate because, um, as you said, it wasn't a it wasn't a advertised search, but I did join the board of Synchro earlier last year. Uh, and started to work with Robert and the team, and saw you know how uh, amazing the culture of the company is and the product is. Uh, yeah. And I had a background in the MSP space, so uh, when Robert decided to leave er, it, you know it towards the end of the year, uh, uh, it made sense to join as CEO and uh, sort of take take over uh, for him and and all the great stuff that he he had dealt with the team. Cool. Yeah.
0: All right. So. We might as well just dive in. What what are you bringing to the table as the CEO of Synchro?
1: Yeah, so um, I I alluded to it really briefly, uh, but I have had a number of years of experience in the MSP space. Uh, it kind of chose me. So I worked at a small company called Backupify, and we were acquired by Datto, uh mm-hmm. in 2014. And so I built. A lot of my knowledge uh, and experience with MSPs, working at Datto uh, for a number of years as an executive, and and most I think, you know, the most education that I got and knowledge that I'm bringing to Synchro is that I uh, really built up the tech support team at Datto, and through that job and and uh, all the events, got to really understand MSPs, their challenges, their businesses, the opportunities, uh, their struggles. And uh, I think that unique knowledge about what it's like to run an MSP is something that Synchro sort of already has, but I have mm-hmm. seen through scaling data. And I think I really bring that unique perspective uh, to the role. So,
0: you know, there's been some real interesting things in the news lately with uh, the takeover of another major MSP company uh, infighting and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, is it synchro is, is still a private company, correct?
1: Synchro is a private company. We do have an investor, uh, main sale partners. Um, and they are, you know, they're wonderful to work with. And I said, I was on the board, um, and now, uh, as CEO of the company, they are very excited about the MSP space, uh, mm-hmm. as well. Um, but you know, I, I'm here, I'm here to run the company. So the, the capital structure is kind of on the side. Uh, my focus today is really running, running the company and, and building a healthy business.
0: So when it comes to running a company in the MSP space, the, the reason I brought that up is MSPs look at vendors, you know, the, the RMM and the PSA vendors and it, I think they just look at it as, you know, oh, woe is me. All hope is lost. The sky is fallen, right? Because everything's getting gobbled up by uh, VC money, right? Venture Capitals is coming in and acquiring all of these companies. And then really large companies are acquiring uh, companies, brands, whatever we want to call it, and... On our end, the MSP side of things, it feels like they're they're acquiring companies just to add uh, bottom line because that's the only way that they can they can see like large growth, right? Like two figure percentages for the growth. With with your company still being small, um, how? how do you want to be perceived by msps
1: yeah i think one thing that's really unique about synchro uh has been since inception and still is today is that we're really focused on emerging msps so and we're focused and we listen so i think that's unique um i think as uh those vendors you alluded to larger vendors grow they go to where the larger msps are They add a lot of functionality for those larger MSPs. The solutions get more complex. Uh, They add uh, business practices that might not be so friendly uh, for emerging MSPs that really don't want to make too much of an upfront commitment. Mm -hmm. And they're just getting started. So I think Synchro has and continues to really be a good partner uh, with transparent pricing, no contracts for emerging MSPs. And that's like our sweet spot. That's what we're focused on. So the features that we build are designed for those folks who are just starting out who need a complete platform, but they don't need depth in every single area yet. They'll, they'll need it over time. And we're working to add that as well. Um, but we have a complete platform for a reasonable price from the get-go for them. And then I think the other thing I mentioned is like listening to our MSPs. So I have an MSP background. Uh, I've worked with a ton of them uh, in my career already, Um, and I've been to a ton of events. Uh, And also we have a lot of people on the team who have worked or run, uh, worked at or run an MSP as well. So it's Mm -hmm. part of our DNA uh, to really fundamentally understand the challenges of MSPs and as as they change over time. Uh, be really responsive to those. So that plays out in the, like I mentioned, the features that we launch, but just where we invest our time and how we run the business, right? What our priorities are. You mentioned as people get larger, maybe more about the bottom line or, uh, you know, some business outcomes. We're really about helping our MSPs reach their full potential. And so that means we have a community. We spend a lot of time and engagement there. Uh, You'll see us in, in communities outside of our community. Uh, on Facebook and Reddit and 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 anywhere else our MSPs want to engage with us uh, and um you know listening to the feedback and really prioritizing the features and the services that are important to them when
0: when I look at uh Synchro I see a product that is it the prettiest thing in the world no but it it works it does what it says it will um, I think you guys have had uh you know a few missteps over over time, but every company will, right? So how does a company such as yours navigate all of the negative icky things people say about you online? Like I guess I guess first and foremost, do you feel like you, as a company, not, not you personally, but do you feel like you guys need to respond to every single thing that somebody says about your company?
1: That's a Okay. That was a lot of questions in one. I know, Um, right? (laughs) uh, Maybe, maybe I'll tell you a little bit about my philosophy that I think, you know, partners of Synchro have seen. Uh, If they've been around for the last six months, you know, sort of for my tenure, they've they've seen this in action, which is that I believe in transparency. So when you say, you know, do I feel like we need to respond? My my preference, my approach is that we are proactively communicating about what happened. So it's not that people are have to call us out or demand an answer that we are being um, proactively uh, proactive in our communications and explaining what happened to the, the best that we can. And then, you know, following up with more detail as we have it um, to really, like I said, be trusted partners with with our, our customers. Um, yes, we have service issues like every software company has. We don't have a buck free product, um, but I take those really seriously. I know that time and energy and and uh, errors, right, that are due to those things are are affecting people's livelihoods. And we at Synchro, you know, it's our mission, like I said, to help MSPs grow and run their business. So we take those things seriously. Uh, and I am uh, all in service of transparency. And also, I invite anyone to email me anytime uh, at a CEO at synchromsp.com who wants to chat. I have had numerous conversations, but never enough with our partners. And I'm always will- willing to field more. So when you ask, do we feel like we need to respond? I think, you know, we can always do better. We're, we're trying our best to be as transparent as possible. No, we probably don't respond to every jab or, or you know, every single comment, uh, but we're trying to be proactive in what, what's happened. And I want to make sure that we are accessible to folks all the way up to me, including me. And I really do want to hear from people. And I've had a lot, like I said, a lot of conversations so far, but always welcome more. I love that
0: all right so let's talk about the product um you guys do anything new lately i mean you you don't you don't release like new features more than once a month or anything so
1: Uh yeah (laughs) right so so we have uh we we have released a bunch of stuff um this year yeah we went uh we did some nice things for our, our partners in the UK, and we're growing there we did some uh, nice changes around VAT and tax handling that really uh, was a painful, point point for our existing partners there, uh, but has really helped us sort of appeal to other emerging MSPs in that region. Uh, we launched a Mac agent that was really early this year. And then um, one thing that I'm really excited about that we've launched is Windows OS patching uh, and management. And that, like, you know, we talk go back to talking about community-driven development, that really was the number one a uh, feature request we had from whether it was a prospect or or a partner of ours um to add to the RMM side of our feature set so that came out about a month monthish 2 months ago
0: i thought you guys already had windows patching
1: uh no we had third party um uh, we had third party software patching but we did not have windows os patch management until huh. about yeah a couple months ago and, and Maybe you're surprised because you would have assumed we would have had it, which is yeah. why was the number one most requested uh, feature.
0: Well, that's really cool that you guys added that. I know that um, you guys, and you know, I just for people that don't realize it, I was being sarcastic when I said um, <laughs> what I said earlier. They release so you guys release yeah. so many features. It's it's actually it's really hard to keep up. Like as a synchro partner, um sometimes you, you will like obviously you're you're resolving issues, right? But mm-hmm. sometimes you're adding so many like new features that people can't even like implement them all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's a challenge with a PSA, I think, in general. Uh yeah.
0: So what would you say to the MSPs that can become I'll say discouraged by their inability to keep up and deploy all of the new features as you release them? And not not for um not because like oh I just don't use this tool that they're integrating with or like mm. maybe you've got a month where you just released so many new things that they just can't get to it all
1: yeah i mean well first of all we both know that msps are super busy so that's Mm -hmm. probably a very common uh kind of challenge right msps are trying to keep on top of all the changes in the market and run a business run and grow a business uh and so at, at synchro when we put out a feature we really try to um you know make it make folks aware of it so you'll see it in the product we have release notes that are updated every two weeks um, and we also post in the forum. Sometimes we'll do a blog post, depending, you know, if it's large enough, that kind of thing. So we try to make it easy to discover these things. As you mentioned, we have an agile release process. So, yes, they can come at any time. Uh, we release very often. We can release uh, whenever we want and whenever something's ready. And we've uh, started releasing uh, a bunch of smaller features more regularly. You'll see, like, about one a week now um, from us. So for someone who's really busy and overwhelmed by that, I might recommend, and I know many many of the sort of very, uh, you know, the emerging MSPs are probably overwhelmed by that. I would recommend maybe a cadence of like quarterly or you know, whatever you can manage for your business. If you just set aside an hour or 15 minutes, I don't know, whatever you can afford to set aside to just read through the release notes uh, or read through the feature announcements in our community. It's a very consolidated list of everything that we've launched, see if anything tickles your fancy, could help you run your business better. Um, and in the future, we're launching a product newsletter. So that'll make that even easier for people to digest sort of what's happened in the last month. And then again, like cherry pick those things that might be useful to them. Of course, I think most of them are probably useful given that we're uh, community driven, um, but I I know people don't have uh, a ton of time to invest in in PSA management. So we do try to make it easy to adopt um, and produce a lot of materials to help people and guide them in that. All right.
0: And for those of you listening, you can go to synchromsp.com and down in the footer, I see under support, they've got release notes. There might be somewhere else, but that's that's one way I know you can get it.
1: Yeah, you can definitely go there and they're updated through mid-July at this point. So you can see all the latest stuff.
0: So do you have anything exciting that you want to talk to MSPs about today?
1: Um, we have a lot of exciting things uh, coming, uh, things I can, but then you you ended with things I could talk about. So uh, yeah, I think, you know, we have some themes of investment for sure over the rest of this year that you're going to see. So maybe I could talk about the themes and then um, give up the specifics. So uh, you'll see us going more in depth in the PSA area for sure. I mentioned we released OS patching; that was like the number one RMM feature. We kind of feel like the RMM is in a good place; it has all of the the top um, functionality that like our customers require. So we're we're turning our focus a bit to the PSA, um, and that means more investment in, in ticketing, um, the workflows there in on in automation uh and um also, in terms of invoicing, so that's where you'll see us start to make more investment specifically. uh we did tease that um rich text uh communications are coming within tickets soon, so the ability to have uh gifs or gifs I'm on the gif side of the fence, but anyway, images uh all sorts of you know fancy text uh, it'll just improve uh communications with your customers. Uh, make it easy to guide them through anything they might need to do or, or, or get a clear understanding of the issue that they're trying to solve. So um, that's something that's coming soon that I can talk about very specifically. Uh, so that's one theme. And then I think, you know, if you hit on some of the, the challenges we've had in terms of uh, just general reliability, it's always a core focus of ours. As we continue to grow our partner base, uh, we want to make sure that we're looking ahead and we're planning to make sure that the platform is going to be scalable and I have had transfer of communications with our partners over the work we're doing there and the investments that we're making. So you'll see a lot of uh, continued investment in that area because i i I want to have a stable, reliable platform that msds can count on. um so that's a big priority for us. And then um lastly, you know we're introducing more sort of unity and and uh, th- that complete platform that I talked about earlier. And so that when emerging MSPs come, they have a complete set. It's really simple to add uh, new, um, new, thing, new tools to their toolkit. So you'll see more investment in some of our integrations, sort of essential things that MSPs need uh, to offer their clients and manage from within one system. So those are some of the themes and things I'm excited about this year.
0: I haven't, you know, you know, when you have like a really good question and then you forget it.
1: Oh no. Oh, Drink a man. glass of water or something. Or, that, I don't know.
0: That, that doesn't fix it for me. You know, when think I think about
1: something I, else, a rainbow,
0: I, I've got a fun story for you. Whenever that happens and I tell my wife that that's what happened, she always tells me usually that means whatever was about to come out of your mouth was a lie.
1: Wasn't good. <laughs> was it a, a
0: what? A lie? <laughs> a lie okay i don't believe her i think she was lying when she said that um although my kids tend to forget what they were saying a lot so i i am starting to see her point
1: yeah it is highly defensible i had a great thing to say but i just i forgot it it yeah
0: yeah i was i was gonna say this really wonderful steve i'm sure it was wonderful was it was very insightful and it Honestly it was going to blow everyone's mind.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can edit this again later and you can put it you can put it that's, in. That's
0: that's the best part is I don't edit these. I <laughs> I leave all of this ridiculousness in uh if anything just to let people know that like this is a real conversation and this isn't scripted. We're we're just chatting.
1: Yeah, so this is the part that they watch at 2x, or they listen to at 2 x. I got it. Probably, okay. yeah.
0: They probably listen to the whole thing at 3x, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah. I can't go anything lower than, like, 1.75 anymore. Anything lower than that for a podcast for me, I can't do it anymore. So, I'm with, I'm with them.
0: Sometimes I I struggle to retain what's being said mm. if it's too fast. Mm. Um, Like, I'll hear the words, but I don't retain the words. I mean, I was, I was just watching my wife and I love only murders in the building. Mm -hmm. And we were just watching it last night. And there was this scene where this girl's just talking a mile a minute. And I had to rewind it three times because I had no idea what, like, what, what are the words that she's saying?
1: Yes. You need to put captions on. You need to put closed captioning on. That's like me and Letterkenny. I need, I need to close captions. Otherwise, forget it. I don't, I don't know what's happening.
0: We always watch with that on as well, but she was talking so fast the captions moved that so quickly.
1: Oh.
0: It was nuts. So so let's talk about speed. Yeah. Let's let's talk about podcasts for a second. You said you like to listen at at 1.75. Um what what do you find valuable? What what do you listen to when You've got some free time, and can actually give a podcast your focus,
1: yeah, that's a great question. um I've been listening to podcasts on and on over the last few months, uh and it's usually a blend of it has been over that period a blend of two two topics one anything m s p related I know that's so boring uh to hear, but I listen to rocket m s p of course, uh, and I won't even name the others but you can. Um, a lot of
0: it's fine. <laughs> They're, they're lot,
1: all great. Any Anything that helps me gain insights into what MSPs are struggling with, somebody else's perspective on an issue, a regional kind of perspective. So, I, I sort of just search MSP or managed services and then I cherry pick whatever topics and, you know, episodes look interesting to me. Um, and I, I especially like the ones where MSPs are on and they're talking about their challenges or a problem they solved or a business practice or something like that. Um, so I always get great ideas from that for, for synchro or for, for like my next day or something. Uh, so I listen to those. And then the other topics actually is around um, uh, inclusivity and, uh, you know, we we do a lot of work at Synchro on our culture. And we did a racial Healing Allies course earlier this year, which got me started on a process of like self-discovery and learning around, um, you know, racism in this country. And so a lot of the podcasts I listen to are on that topic and educating <laughs> myself and learning more uh, because that's that is the onus that's on me. Uh, I think uh, to to do so. That's a journey I've I've started really in earnest on this year, actually.
0: Now, I've I've heard that uh, some companies, you know they they take the approach of you know we're we're not we're not one race, we're not one gender we're we're all just members of the company, and they don't need all these different. And, you know, he's not being a dick. But, you, you know, he doesn't need all of these different uh, cultural and groups and, and everything else. I I feel like... I, I almost feel like this is... Uh, remember, like, 90s hip-hop, where it was, like, East Coast versus West Coast, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like the West Coast, you guys... And I don't mean this negatively. You guys are very, like... Uh, receptive and understanding and inclusive, while as everybody on the East coast, um, they just haven't caught up yet. Is that something? So I know that you have remote workers at Mm -hmm. St. Not every, not everybody's in like Seattle or San Francisco or wherever. Do you feel like um, without naming names, do you feel like you have met people and that kind of actually fits
1: so it's interesting that you asked this question. Um, I actually live in Boston uh, okay. and I'm from Montreal originally. Uh, I, but I, you were right. A lot of Synchro and, you know, uh, uh, the, for, you know the companies that formed uh, Synchro started on the West Coast. So a mm-hmm. lot of our early employees and Robert and, and our founders started on the West Coast. Uh, so definitely we have roots of that in our culture. Um, I see it. I I don't I don't think about it, you know, day to day or I don't think necessarily about synchro, because as you mentioned, we have remote workers all over the U.S., all over Canada and some all over the world um, as they've moved. And and the flexibility of work allows them to do that. Uh, I don't really think about us as, uh, you know, East and West or even regionally. I think of, you know, when I hear some of those comments about this concept of like a universal human experience and I don't. I don't think that that's necessarily a helpful way to help move us forward in the culture. I think that different people do experience, uh, you know, being an American or being a Canadian or whatever, being in the world uh, by gender, by race, by by other things, that they experience the world differently. And I think we have to kind of open our eyes and acknowledge that if we have a chance to sort of make the world a better place. So I think the thought that, like, Every, everything's all good, everybody's equal is kind of ignoring uh the challenges that we have and won't necessarily help move us forward.
0: What is the the most recent book you've read?
1: Good question. I haven't had a lot of time to read books. Uh but I am read what I am reading, Rank. So um, I read uh, Beyond Entrepreneurship 2.0 by Jim Collins recently. Uh, but what I'm reading right now and relative to the uh, relevant to the subject we're talking about is My Grandmother's Hands by Res Bomenikim, Um And it's about the history of racism in this country uh, and, um, you know, the effects that are are felt by that today. And we all are kind of conditioned by that.
0: So I'll I'll be honest, I don't take as much time as I probably should to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I like listen to books and one thing that I have found that I love it's called blinkist
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know, it's an app. I know I can get it on an iPhone or even on the web. Um, it will basically, it's an audio book or you can read it, but the whole, you can like get the whole book done in about 15 minutes. So a quick read or listen. You, yeah. Think, think of it like, you know, cliff notes so Mm -hmm. they've got they've got you know like the the seven habits of highly effective people from Stephen r covey but yeah they're they're just giving you like bullet points of these are the things that you really have to take away from this book that way you can skip some of the fluff and I, i don't think that this type of thing may well thank you for that and emily ceo of synchro Thank you so much for coming on and being my guest here at the Rocket MSP podcast.
1: Thank you for having me, Steve.